Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Welcome to Hobby Addicts, y'all crazies Episode 261 You know, it's so funny, like, um By the way, I'm here, you know, Mitsuka's here, Mason's here, Caroline's here, you know how it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, moving on. So, you know, I, I hopped on the mic about 10 minutes ago, I had no energy at all, and then I just talked to Caroline and Mason for like five minutes, and now I'm all like, whoa, whoa, so great to be here, whoo, we have a very varied hobby addicts today, I'll tell you what, um, and uh, how's everybody? I'm good. Yeah, oh, doing pretty dreary day here, here. But it's okay. We're doing fantastic. Okay, fantastic. Something about just doing household chores, doing the vacuuming, doing the dusting, the cleaning, like all that stuff, just puts me in the right mental state, and I I like it. Yeah, I was just trying to help my parents set up for a garage sale that we've been planning to have for the past half a decade. <laughs> wow. So we're finally doing that. Wow. That's a lot of fun, actually.、Um, okay, well, it sounds like everyone's doing lively, productive things, which is always nice.、Uh, I ha- my mother's in town, so it's been kind of a crazy week so far.、Um, is she in the apartment right now? She is not. Ooh, I was going to ask if I yell really loudly, will it come、um, out of your headphones and she could hear it? But no, not as, that's not the case. It's Mother's Day, you know, so it's,、uh, she's out with, with Pancake getting mani pedis and massages right now. Aww.、So. So,、um, but today on Hobby Addicts, I'm going to bitch about the price of lumber and, and ponder how it's possible to build a house today in, the, in our current world. And、um, I will also bitch about how Home Depot won't do rip cuts on wood because they're a bunch of pussies. And then Caroline's going to talk about something that people actually give a shit about her birthday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did quite a few fun things, so I want to talk about them. Thank you. Thank you. And also, you're, oh, wait, what the fuck? It must be my birthday. And、uh, Caroline's also going to talk about the Demon Slayer movie, which would be fun. And then the movie Tenant with Mason, which I heard was a very bad movie. <laughs> But we'll see.、Uh, I heard that from a sports podcast, which is、uh, totally unrelated. And the Ballad <laughs> of Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. So. Now, this is a Western, unlike last week's Hacksaw Ridge.、Mm. Okay. Well, just getting right into it.、Um, Car camper's coming along well. The foundation's built. I've got the first half of the fr- front part, part of it built.、Um, and now we're doing the back part where I'll have the drawers and stuff to pull out. And, but you know what? It's like the price of lumber has, is fucking retarded. Have you guys like, gone to Home Depot and looked at the price of wood? I, w- I, I, walked, no. I walked into the p l y It's like as if you guys do that like, every weekend. I went to the.、Uh, like, I was standing in the plywood aisle just because I needed a flat surface to like, be on the bottom to put bags on and stuff. And there's like four dudes standing in the aisle, all talking and scratching their heads because plywood has gone up like 400% in price in the last two weeks. And it's like we're having like a commodity, we're having like, we're having a general commodity price, like, in, like hyperinflation sort of at the、mm-hmm. moment. Like a, a sheet of plywood, which I think should cost about 18 bucks maybe, it's just fucking pressed sawdust. Like it's not even wood, it's just like pressed sawdust with like glue. Uh, you know, to hold it together, and is like 
almost a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like for a for oh like, dang. Yeah, it's freaking ridiculous. I I ended up buying like particle board, which isn't even as good as plywood. Uh, it's like the shit they make IKEA furniture out of. And I was able to buy like a, a really thin ghetto like piece of particle sheet of particle board for about twenty five dollars. But like, it's some wild shit out there. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know how people could possibly make a house. I, I think um, if you were to buy, if you were to like make a a like a hundred square foot deck out of like pine, which is the cheapest shit that there is, um, I I think the wood would probably cost you like f- like four or five grand. I mean you know, to have all the wood you need to do it. I mean, it's like, it's just silliness, but, and then, um, and then I needed to have some, some wood cut, because uh, the, the, the bottom of your car is not level. Like you might think, oh, the bottom's flat. It's not. The, the middle of your car is probably three to four inches lower than the back of the car, because the back of the car has a, has a big gas tank in it and it can't be touching the ground really. So it's got to be up in the, like up in the car and, uh, so the top of the car, the back of the car is like, of the Highlander I'm using is like five inches higher than the middle. And so, mm-hmm. I, and so uh, like these two by 12 by eights, which is like wood that's like, you know, 12 inches uh, wide or whatever. I needed to have it cut down to like seven and a quarter. These fuckers, they won't cut the wood long ways. They only, they will only cut the wood for you short ways. And I'm like, why is this? And they just won't do it. So I had to buy a handsaw. So now I get to go downstairs and handsaw. Uh, oh, that's fun! Over a hundred inches of pine <laughs> um, with a handsaw, you know, like a ten-dollar handsaw. Uh, somehow, I got to keep it like cut in a straight line. I'm just trying to shave like an inch off of it. It's fucking brutal. I don't know, but it's coming well. You know, maybe I'll post some progress photos or, or something somewhere. But I doubt anybody really cares. No, so. I care. That's that's always interesting. Last time I've done like any intensive projects similar to this was like back in college where. You know, going to a a school with a bunch of nerdy engineers, as soon as like you get your dorm room assignment, like almost everyone immediately like gets rid of their bunk beds and like makes their own lofts at the school. Oh, really? So you essentially take your room and turn it into a like a double layer thing where you build like this platform that spans the room that you can like tuck your beds underneath or up above and like turn a already small room into an even smaller like two-storied thing and it's just fun to like personalize it so i did a lot of this stuff like a decade ago but it's been a hot minute since i've done any of this so it's kind of fun to get in the same mindset as what you're up to i find satisfaction using command hooks correctly so this is very beyond me (laughs) what is a command hook you don't know what a command hook is are you serious by god i don't little plastic like j hooks that have like you put like double-sided tape on, so one side sticks to the wall, one side sticks to this little hook, and then you put whatever you want on it. Like oh. I put my headphones on it to like mount them up on a wall. Are those like those adhesive hooks? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Caroline, like, what do yeah, you, with the program, you use dude. yours for, Caroline? Um. Well, I put one in my shower so I can keep my loofah on the wall. People actually use loofahs. Shut up, Mason. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Like, how many people do you know that use loofahs? I mean, I don't know many people, but, y- you know, if I want to feel extra clean, then a loofah is the way to go. I guess I've been missing out. I'm not judging. I'm just genuinely curious. I was on, I was uh, Swiffering the other day, and my girl, um, my girlfriend, you know, Pancake, she has, um, like, this 
Snapchat group she's in that's got like like 15 of these girls. And um, she was just like videotaping me like Swiffering and sent to them. I don't know why. And then and so and I'm bald and they're like, oh my God, I was wearing, was I wearing white? They're like, oh my God, it's Mr. It's Mr. Clean. Oh my God. <laughs> His tight muscles ripping through the shirt, just looking I real think, thick. I don't think that's really where they were going. I think they were just, I think it was all about the fact that I was just bald. The look. That I, I get you. I get you. And I don't know. Um, I always have like a monster stuck to the wall of my shower because it's uh, like, it's like, it's shower time is like hair spin art time for girls. It's like they just take their hair that like comes out when they're shampooing because like tons of hair, right? And then they just like throw it on the wall of the shower. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, rem- I don't know if I've ever thrown my hair onto the wall of the shower before. So, well, well maybe you're an anomaly, but I know girls do this because I've seen it elsewhere. But I'm certainly subjected to the fuck is the things Harold Harold or something the hair monster, you know it's like uh, yeah you know what I, I miss the days of having enough hair to like have hair in, a, in like my hairbrush, but like if you ever but uh, if you ever look at a girl's hairbrush you know long hair it tends to come out easier and you know you can you can have you can have a lot of hair in a hairbrush so you can have a lot of yeah. hair in the shower too. It all ends yeah, up, it all ends like, up I like collect my hair and I like put it to the side and then I throw it away. Oh well, good for you. That's see, that's what see see. I end up taking it off the wall, and putting it in the toilet, and throwing, and flushing it because I don't. In the toilet. What the fuck else am I gonna do with it? Put it in the trash. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that later. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Fucking Harold, Harold, get the hell out of here. Anyway, fun times. Um, I'm glad but, we went from plywood to hair monsters. <laughs> you just never fucking know. You never know. You know, back to the conversation about like trying to be creative with building things. Mm-hmm. I remember back in college, um, like, well, Mason's talking about building whole new furniture and all that. Back in college, um, my friends would just collect several popsicle sticks and then they would make like hexagonal uh, art onto the wall of their dorm with like glue and stuff. And they glue it onto the wall, not onto the wall, but they glue the popsticks, popsicle popsicle sticks together and they make those patterns and they put it up against the wall you did it i'm proud of you thank you (laughs) anyway why don't we hear um caroline's thoughts on the demon slayer movie because because nobody really cares about car campers they don't really care about hair monsters and and they don't care about mr clean they they just want to hear about demon slayer in the movie sure uh, yeah caroline never got to talk about it on the podcast so here here we go so, it, yeah, I wasn't here last week, and so that was the day that you guys were going to talk about it, and I felt like, well, I didn't get to talk about it, and I actually went to go see it. I don't really see a lot of anime movies very frequently, because it's not as if I live in a big city where they, you know, are often available. Um, so, but it was available, and I went to see it, I believe, the Thursday before last, so it's been a while, so my thoughts aren't exactly fresh, and I can't really remember a lot of things, but overall, I thought it was pretty fun. Um, you know, it's always fun to be in a movie theater with a bunch of weebs because <laughs> they are the best. <laughs> um, you know, just uh, it, I saw two girls that were sitting next to me. Well, you know, two seats away from me, uh, you know, socially distanced. They were dressed as um, the butterfly uh, Hashira or was she? No, she's not. A, is she a Hashira? Yeah, I think she is. She is. Oh, yeah. 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 And her, um, you know, sister is it a sister, right? I couldn't tell you. Or the other girl, the other butterfly girl. Either way, they were really cool. I assumed cool. it was like her like underling assistant. Yeah. But I could be wrong. 
either way, they were dressed up as them and, and it was pretty cute. Um, and, you know, it was my first time being back in a movie theater since everything closed. And so automatically that just brought up the enjoyment factor for me because, um, you know, it's been such a long time. Overall, I thought it was a pretty fun movie. I can see a ton of plot holes and kind of thinking to myself, wow, there is a ton of crying in this oh my <laughs> and God. a lot of crying. Yeah, Throw I don't. The crow. Oh the my crow. <laughs> I'm no like, spoilers, at this point, but <laughs> at this point, I was not sure if I should be crying with them or laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and some kind of melodramatic moments, but overall, I thought it was pretty fun to watch. Tanjiro, he cries more than any. Good God, he he's like he's like in a battle with uh, with, with Deku with Deku for like who can cry the most. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Every five minutes, yeah. he's crying. Um, it was a little bit much. So, so but, yeah. So you liked it then? Yeah, I liked it. See, see, Mason, Caroline is not as grumpy as we are. That's okay. <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, we are in the minority, and that's okay. It just, I, it didn't hit for us. Maybe because of heightened expectations. Maybe from lugging our lazy butts out of our seats to actually go to a movie theater and pay this money that we expected too much, perhaps. But it's, I guess I want to rewind a bit. Do you guys like getting to the movie theater early and seeing all the mm, previews? Yes. Or do you, or is that not part of the experience for I you? I love the previews. And also, like, I always get too anxious thinking that, like, oh, my God, we're going to get there late. We're going to miss the beginning. I never do that. But, like, I, I never, that actually never happens. But I do love seeing the trailers. Yeah, I am. Um... And then... Sorry, go ahead. I, I do like the thumbs up, thumbs down game. You ever do that? Where you're like, uh, like a like a trailer will play, and you're like, ooh. Uh, if you want to see the movie, you give a thumbs up. If you don't want to see it, you give a thumbs down. And if you're not really sure, you give like a middle, like a sideways thumb. And then like everybody does the same thing, and you all hold your thumbs out at the same time. Never yeah. done that. I mean, I don't know if I do a actual physical thumbs up or not, but it usually comes down to me turning to my brother. And if it looks good, we'll be like, mm, yeah, and just like give like a, a shrug of like positive reinforcement or it'll look really terrible. And we'll just look at each other and like laugh a little bit or so there is a like a feedback of like, you know, because there, it's more than a like 30 second TV commercial. Let's say, you know, two and a half, four minute thing where you can really get a feel for the movie as a whole. Like what do you remember, Caroline, what movie trailers played in your showing? Um, some of them, yeah, because it was like, and actually I want to get into that a little bit because, because it was an R-rated movie, technically they were, you know, a little bit more mature trailers, mm. one of them being that, uh, Jigsaw movie for, I think it was called Spiral, but yeah, as this was all was happening before, before like, you know, the title card came up and before the end of the trailer, I was like thinking to myself, man, I am just tempted to ask, like to think out loud, is this Uzumaki? <laughs> Because there's all those spirals and all over the place. I'm like, people in this audience would under would get that reference, but I didn't do it. I mean, and it's I'm got actually kind of upset I didn't. Chris Rock was in this, wasn't? Isn't that isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. a bold casting decision. I like. Yeah, that. that's what I thought Chris, too. Chris Rock. I mean, I am not a big gore horror movie fan, and you know, in terms of like just things that gross you out. But um, you know, I'd just be interested to see how he does in that role. Well, I don't but, know. Um, I think I like Chris Rock pretty well. I mean, he's he's funny. So, well, what was what was the uh, the guy who played Deadpool? 
Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, his new movie. It was like Nice Guy or Average yeah. Guy or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, is this an isekai? It was like an isekai <laughs> where like he's the character in a video game. But like yeah. the trailer just kept on going and I feel like I watched the entire movie. Like I feel like I don't need to watch this movie anymore because I got the I whole plot. The like I saw the big action set pieces. I saw all the twists. I saw like the first, second and third act. Like <laughs> why do I want to watch this movie now? Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Hmm. Well, I I mean, I, I sort of said what I thought about the Demon Slayer movie on the podcast, but to me, the movie, the issue with the movie was that it was a little too long, and I just thought the movie was boring. Like that, like that's that, that's really the bottom line for me. I mean, I, I think it's I think it stems from like a couple things, and and, and uh, the first one being that the, pretty much all the whole movie took place in the same spot. Like they were in like the same yeah. square ten feet, like the whole movie. Which I I don't know. I'm not really sure if it. I mean, yes, there's, like, the flashbacks where they're, like, you know, at their houses or whatever. So there is, like, some change of scenery, but but largely the movie's all, ta- like, taking place, like, in and on top of this train. Yeah, um, I mean, I did catch myself thinking, are we going to be moving along now? Because it did seem like some scenes overstayed their welcome. Um, I was also thinking, um, well, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh. Haha, train of thought. Oh, shit. Got him. Oh, my God. Intentional, right? That was intentional, right? No, actually. I mean, a podcasting moment. Am I right, It actually was not intentional. But um, another thing that I actually found myself thinking of, whenever you see siblings in Demon Slayer, it's almost as if they take the same face of of the main sibling and then just put it on different hairs, (laughs) like different hairstyles. Yeah, Tanjiro's whole oh family, which is very control Z, control V, control V, control V. And then you got Renkoku's brother, and it's like the same. They look the exact same. Oh my yes, God. Yes, literally. Yeah. They were just one was shorter. Even their eyebrows <laughs> and, were the same. Yeah. And um, another thing, like, I feel like this is kind of inching towards a spo- uh, spoiler territory, but I'll keep it vague. I honestly think that even though I love how Tanjiro is so, you know, welcoming and caring and just you know nice i swear he is going to get himself killed because he literally almost does that in the movie with his subconscious almost does this in the movie so it's like how is this boy still alive he's just like banking on the fact that people think he's oh he's so nice i'm good now you think you think his you, know? ki- you think his kindness is, is like a is a vulnerability he's like goku you know goku always like always like wants to let the bad guy go yeah, and I mean, then, he, he keeps getting, it pretty reeled in for, you know, most of the show. Like, you see, like, oh, he's nice, but he'll do what needs to be done. In this movie, he literally, like, his subconscious almost, all, like, gets him killed. Uh, <laughs> and it's only based on luck that he d- that doesn't. I wouldn't have minded um, it. What? I wouldn't have minded it. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> another <laughs> thing that I enjoy about Demon Slayer in general is that... You see by the by that end of the final battle the difference between Tanjiro and a an experienced person in this world because he's still very much a, a novice compared to that final fight. Yeah, and I appreciate that because otherwise it, it, it in this part of any shonen the main character probably would have been like like it's feasible for him to uh, to surpass somebody many years a senior. The other reason why I thought the why I thought it was a little slow was because I mean, about forty five minutes of the movie all took place in these dream sequences, and they all pretty much played out the same way. 
you know, they, it's it's one villain per per hero, and they and they're all they all have the same objective, and so you're basically just like looking at someone's like tortured past, and then and then you know, and then like the dream sequence like resolves in a specific way, but like the resolution of it is all the same. So I'm, it's almost like you're watching the same thing happen four times at varied lengths, and you know, albeit like. Uh, Inosuke and whatever the hell the, bl- the blonde-haired guy's name Zenitsu. is. Zenitsu. Zenitsu. The yellow boy. <laughs> they don't get very much time in their backstories and their like dreams, but, you know, really... Because they weren't backstories. Yeah. I feel like they would have done better with backstories. Our backstory and dream is just fetishizing Nezuko further. Basically, and she is just yeah. an object of their affection. And that's their motivation and character arc. I feel like if... if they should have made them backstories, otherwise, because then it would have actually been a little bit more... Uh, interesting <laughs> to watch. So I mean, I think that's and and I and I didn't like the first villain very much. I mean, I don't. I, I get turned off by. I think one reason why I don't like Demon Slayer is because I do, I get turned off by goofy character designs. So when like the character has like a kanji in their eyeball, and then the other eyeball is like a like a like a like a rather than having like a pupil, they have like a hyphen, <laughs> or or like Ren Goku's got like fire two-tone hair and his eyebrows look like he's the devil like i mean i, I don't know i, I get I, I guess i just get turned off by all that stuff and, and there's a lot of it in demon slayer like a lot I, yeah i have never liked two-tone two hair clear back to like amnesia but i didn't like that it's villain. not my favorite either and i have defended two-tone hair in like many other shows and i will agree with you mitz that i just think it's a little much in this context yeah um, but I did think I did think the ending of the movie was good. I, I liked the last villain; he was neat. Um, but he came out of no, like he nowhere. was literally. We need thirty minutes to fill time. Uh, okay, th- you're in, champ. Well, I mean, I, I I'm not sure how how your both your opinions would change about the movie if you hadn't if that hadn't been in there. But to me, without him in there, without that last thirty minutes, I thought the movie would have been flat out bad. Like I do think that his battle at the end was uh, like probably the highlight of the film but if he mm-hmm. was introduced as coming into the film as not such a like oh oh now he's here for some reason i feel like it would have you know done a little bit better his powers were so uninteresting that like he just punched like there was no visual flair to anything he did like as a villain as a fighter he added nothing like it was just an excuse for rengoku to flex a bit but like the villains were terrible there was nothing interesting about them were were they terrible or or were they terrible 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 anyway sorry (laughs) continue anyway i mean it was an okay movie i mean um i'm just i'm not worth the hype i'm trying to figure out why why it's got so much hype still i i don't know I, i i know i'm like out of the age bracket but but um and to be fair, like, I still have hope for season two of Demon Slayer. Like, I liked season one. I'm excited for season two. I just thought this movie was a step back. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely helped. Like, the I think the hype was definitely brought up by the fact that we've been waiting for this movie to come out for so long. And, you know, of course, then COVID happened and they were like, well, we're going to wait even longer for this movie to come out. So, yeah, I think just the anticipation brought up the hype a bit more than it needed. Well, I don't want to just sit here and talk shit on the movie. I mean, so, but how was your birthday, Caroline? It was fun. Yeah. Um, well, we did most of the, most of the fun stuff on Saturday. Um, my birthday was on Sunday, but, 
we went to do you guys know angry orchards the cider yeah it's an alcohol i feel like i've seen commercials for it yeah well the headquarters of angry orchards is not that far from my house um so we went there we went to the brewery it was really fun is there an orchard there there is an orchard there um the funny the funny thing is is that the app like the orchard for the ciders that they grow there they don't they don't contribute to the creation of their main cider which is crisp apple which we find kind of funny like to think about like this is your main drink and you mean to tell us that you don't actually make it here uh they make their other um drinks there as well but just not their main one um anyway so nonetheless we got drinks there it was a really nice day i mean it was a little bit we thought it was gonna be a little bit chilly so we were a little bit concerned about that but honestly it was pretty nice in the sun and everything and then after that, we went to a hibachi place. And this, this is the first time that like I brought my family to a hibachi place, so that was an interesting experience. And also, my sister surprised me there, which was very exciting. Oh, she met you there. Yeah, yeah. So, so she She's still in college. She's about to graduate, but she's also working. And she did not think that she could get off that weekend, even though she tried a couple times. I'm like, don't worry about it. In fact, just you should probably be staying at school anyway because it's your last few weeks. You should be out with your friends and enjoying yourself there. Just try so, again next year. Yeah, I mean, like we we already have so many things planned for mm-hmm. her graduation trips that we're taking and all that. So I'm like telling her, like, it's not that big a deal. I wish you were coming, but it's not that big a deal. Um, so she tried her hardest to get out before we went to the brewery and or to meet us at the brewery, but uh, she didn't get th- she. It kept it all a secret. She didn't get there in time. And so she just met us at the restaurant. Um, the only person who knew was my dad. So my mom was just as excited as I was. So, yeah, it was it was really nice. But she wasn't going to miss oh, your awesome. birthday. Oh, I mean. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's just the birthday. It, but, it's her, but it's her sister. You know, you're not going to miss it. I mean, I, my well, brother she, and I try everything in our powers to get each other out of having to attend each other's, like, notable life events. Oh, like, my mean? brother was like. He, when he graduated college, he purposely didn't walk at graduation because otherwise my mom would have wanted me to come back home to go to his graduation. What? So he was just like, nah, no, no, that's a waste of time. Skip it. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't walk just so you wouldn't have to come. Exactly. We, we just we look out for each other like that. That's, that's pretty funny, though. <laughs> it is. Anyway, what else? You could have just said, no, I don't want to come. <laughs> that's not how it works, though. Huh? It's strategy. Okay. It's, strat- it's like, yeah, they're strategy. It's like, I got well, this Well, I got to go. It's my brother. You got to you gotta look out for your kin. But tactically together, you can uh, just skip things that waste time. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Caroline, are we going to see the premiere of your brand new headphones today? Oh, my God. Oh, no. I kind of no. didn't get a chance to get them <laughs> earlier this week, so I didn't get them yet. I'm going to so get them this week. you decided on them, but you haven't yet. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. What, yeah, I don't even know if they're if they're immediately available at my music store in town, or if I have to order them through there. We'll have to see. But yeah, I wish I had them, but I got a little bit distracted this week. What did you finally decide on getting? I'm gonna get the Biodynamic DT250. What is that? It's a pair of headphones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what company makes them? Biodynamic. Biodynamic. Oh, okay. So so Mason and I both made a suggestion, and I notably, Caroline ignored both of our suggestions. But she did <laughs> listen to the suggestion to, like, go and try stuff on, which I believe you did. 
Well, I did as best as I could. I went to our music store in town, but they don't have a ton of headphones to try on. They basically only have, you know, the Audio-Technica, like, ATH, it was like an N50X headphones. Trash, trash. I know a lot of people like them trash. <laughs> well, those actually didn't, I, that's what the pair of headphones I was going to go with. And did they you had, listen to stuff on them? No, because the only oh, thing, the thing so is that bad. the only pair of headphones that they had available to try on were those kind of headphones in a Bluetooth style. So they're heavier than the, you know, the plug-in headphones because they have to have the battery pack in them. And I'm looking for a plug-in type or wired headphone. Um, so those were the only headphones they had out that I could try on. But the thing is, is that as like with for the pre- for the money I'm paying for them, they're probably going to be just fine compared to the forty dollar pair of headphones that I have already. Sure. Wait, so, so you didn't try on these headphones? I I couldn't. Like there really so isn't. So you didn't there, listen to any of our bar. suggestions, man. I I, I can't I feel... do anything about the fact that there is no place Got to try on a bunch of headphones. There's not a single place. Not even Best Buy. Best Buy will give you. Will show you headphones that have like there are Bluetooth only, like and not even the cell that you're looking for. That's fine. Bluetooth headphones are super light. But I'm not looking for Bluetooth headphones. You, you have, but they you have, have, have the option Mason. to be wired. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So we'll we'll, we'll asked, see how they are. She's like, fuck. I off. asked the store associate for suggestions, and he gave me a ton of them. And then I went through, like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, looking at all these headphones. And then I thought, thought so hard that I decided, you know what, let's get these pair. It was the audio technical ones. And I texted my mom who's paying for the headphones. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about these. And then she says, like, three magic words. Are you sure? And then oh. I say, no, I'm not sure. Of course, I'm not sure. <laughs> Don't ask me that question. Yeah. Then I stayed there for like another 45 minutes. And then all the headphones started looking the same. And then I just gave up and I went home. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but like I, at the end of that, I did ask for like a written list of the suggestions and then I would look, look them all up online. And um, yeah, and I think these are the best ones that I came across in terms of uh, practicality, uh, price, and, you know, overall reviews. Okay, well, there it is. And I think for a $200 pair of headphones, they should be comfortable. They're probably going to be fine. Yeah. So. Again, I've been using $40 pair of ones from Target. So the difference will be amazing. It'll be notable. <laughs> no matter yeah. what. Oh, yeah. Well, we're just glad you got some headphones. So. Well, I haven't yet. But you will. I will. Yeah, you're on pace to do so. Yes. All right. Well then, this movie Tenet. I heard it's not yes. good. It's it's fine. Like if you, unlike Demon Slayer, if you hear that it's not good and go in with low expectations, you'll come out saying, "Yeah, it was, it was a fun time." Okay. So okay. I guess I guess first things first. What are your guys' opinions on Christopher Nolan movies? I can't. Name many Christopher Nolan movies because uh, I don't really pay attention Inception. to directors. Memento, The Prestige, The Dark Knight trilogy, Interstellar. He did. Uh, uh, is, I think he did Dunkirk. Did, did he do Inception or was that J.J. Abrams? Nope, he did Inception. Okay, I mean Inception, I've seen and I liked it, but I only seen it once, so it's been a while. Um, I did like Dunkirk, which I've also seen once, but it's been a lot more recent. Um, mm-hmm. I can definitely say of the movies that I've seen from him, they are confusing but interesting. Hmm. I would say that 
I think his movie. Yeah, I think I'm pretty much in the same in the same boat. I, I think his movies are overall really solid. Um, but I haven't. I don't know. If it's they're like un, they seem to be unnecessarily complicated and also very long. I guess is uh, is maybe how 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 I would put it. Um, that's but, uh that's a fair way to put it. But I think his movies overall are good. You just have to be in for like a a, a, a more involved viewing experience. Like you're not going to be fucking around with your friends and having side conversations while these movies are playing because you're never going to understand what's happening. Basically. Then I I think whatever you think about those or what you just told me, I should say, will be amplified with Tenet. Because going in, I'm a huge fan of Memento, huge fan of The Prestige. I think those are solid movies. And Tenet is just him just trying to be a little bit more confusing with the <laughs> elements at play. And I think it works to the film's detriment. It, essentially, it's his version of like a James Bond, like super agent that's going on this like worldwide uh, gallivanting adventure to save the world from this huge issue that's going on. And it's, you know, it's pretty stylish. It looks fantastic. It sounds pretty cool. But the, the crux that makes the movie confusing is that the threat that this guy is facing is from the future. And essentially they're sending things back through time that can move through time in an opposite direction from what they call like inverted entropy. And this means like, Bullets fire backwards. Events that would be the effect are instead happening before the cause. And a lot of this is kind of easy to like get on a big grand scale, but sometimes during the fight sequences when things are happening so quickly, it kind of like your brain just starts melting because it doesn't have the CPU to process what exactly is going on. So I would say... As long as you're willing to just kind of let some of the more obtuse time travel elements just wash over you and enjoy the action and then separately pay attention to the character drama and relationships, it's a pretty engaging and fun film that, while I would not list anywhere near as one of his best, going in with lower expectations, it was a, it was a fun ride. Man, I, d- I don't do super well with time travel movies. Um, you're not a not a fan of primer I just don't I just don't follow them all that well like they seem unnecessarily complicated and I just don't I don't necessarily <laughs> complicated is probably the tagline for this film because it could have been a little more streamlined and I get I mean I love primer I love time travel movies and this one just seemed to be a little too much stepping over itself to try to impress with the way things work, even though, you know, thinking that's I wasn't so much impressed with the plot, but like the filming techniques and the, you know, all the effects that they had to use to make this work. Well, so people are moving forward while other people are moving backwards at the same time and trying to think like, oh, how did they, you know, film this? How did they shoot it? Like, how did they do all this stuff like that was more impressive, like production wise than the movie itself? How long was this movie? I, I'm afraid this to is, ask. Um, I think it's two and a half hours. Oh, that's actually so not that bad for him. It's it's not bad. It does feel a little bit dragging at the end, just from the onslaught of like just events are happening, and you're just like, okay, like 
I, I get it. I'm good. Like, we get that the flow of time is reversed and they just really try to be like, see, look how cool it is. The bombs are unexploding and coming back up into the airplane. Like, isn't that so cool? And oh you're like, God. yes, yes, I get it. But it's it, it could have been cut down a bit. Um, I know there was a huge kind of blowback because this was supposed to have come out, come out during the covid pandemic and uh christopher nolan was like adamant like no it's got to be in theaters it's got to be in theaters and i just saw it now because it just recently released on hbo max so if you have that uh streaming service you can watch this movie and i'd say i'd give it a uh light recommendation if you're a huge nolan fan you've probably already seen it and you'll enjoy it but if you are not into the hyper confusing stuff you can probably skip over it so you so, so you liked it I did. Overall, I mean, I liked it more than Demon Slayer. But what, but was the movie up its own ass? Is what I want to know. Hmm. You know, I would say, and, 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 and I assume you know bit. what I mean by that. I would say a bit. It's less up its own booty than like Interstellar. <laughs> I would say it's on par with like Inception, where like they're doing the thing, and it's not as playful and fun as Inception. But like, I feel like Inception had the feel of like this movie is smart aren't we so smart everyone like look how smart we are like isn't this like it was a little smarmy in that regard whereas tenant is a little more focused on what it's trying to be as like a suave action person but there is a little bit of sniffing its own farts <laughs> it's got its- these are very interesting ways to put it it's got its nose it's got its nose Thank up you. its own booty up its own booty yeah. hole I, see, <laughs> I mean it's gonna be delicious ew come on now so a movie that I did like even more though than both Tenet and Demon Slayer is, if if we're okay to move on, yeah, of course, uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs, which has uh, came out a couple years ago, actually 2018 on Netflix. I don't know if either of you guys have seen or heard of this. I have not heard of this. Uh, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. So, have you? seen the the meme of uh james franco i think the with the guy who's like has a noose around his neck and he's looking down he's like first time oh yeah so i didn't realize it but it's from this movie why did i think that was from the pirates of the caribbean (laughs) it kind of has a it kind of has a captain jack sparrow vibe of like ambivalence to an upcoming execution hanging but this is similar to, you know, your thoughts on Christopher Nolan will very much drive your opinions on Tenant. Um, this is done by the Cohen brothers, which, once again, what are your, your opinions on those uh, directors? What have they done? Fargo, Big Lebowski, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, um, No Country for Old Men. Mm. I've only seen the Big Lebowski, and that was just because my teacher made me... <laughs> and it was an interesting experience, but I don't think it was one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> well, uh, I, it's, I, I don't. I haven't seen much. I haven't. I haven't seen a big. I haven't seen Big Lebowski in like twenty years, so I don't know. Gotcha. Well, as of late, they've definitely gone into a more Western-inspired focus, and I I really enjoyed their stuff. They're very like tragically dark. I think you'd call them a black comedy. And The Ballad of Buster Scruggs on Netflix is a, like, anthology film. So it's made up of, like, six vignettes 
of different stories, completely unrelated with characters in different elements and eras of Western times just doing their thing. And a lot of them have to deal with like mortality and the fragility of man. And most of them are pretty humorous or funny in a kind of depressing way. Like the first vignette tells the story of the titular Buster Scruggs, who's just this really cheerful, dapper, singing cowboy who just is just a charm. He's so happy and positive, and he's like a wanted man because he's a ruthless killer. He's dead sexy, too. He's a, he's, a, he's a goofy little dude, and he just is like very straight-laced and by the book, and like that plays off as like a very lighthearted comedy. The next one is the one where the meme is from, where this like young cowboy keeps on finding himself at the gallows to be hung over and over and over again. Um, there's a one about like this old dude who's digging for gold in Colorado and he's looking for Mr. Pocket, which is the, the granddaddy, which has all the gold and different elements at play there. There's, I don't know. There's just a bunch of like little things, all of which I think, if you showed this movie to 20 different people, you would get 20 different lists of like which vignette was the best because I feel like they all hit very differently. So it's hard to like say as a whole, this is a good movie because it's really it sounds great. It's well directed, like it looks really interesting and tells funny tales. But at the same time, you could have some people that were like, oh, I loved the second and third one, but hated the fifth one or you can skip this one or, oh, you can't skip that one. That was amazing. Like. So it's a very ambitious piece, but you can kind of watch it in sections. So that's kind of how I filmed, or I didn't film it. I watched it like one or two a day, which kind of made it go down easy. I wish. I wish I was good enough to film this thing. But uh, I I enjoyed it. It was probably my favorite of the movies I've seen over this past month. And it uh, is on Netflix. It's only like two hours and like i said you can watch it in like 20 minute segments so if you like westerns that are very tongue-in-cheek and dark and all over the place it's probably worth watching i watched uh most of uh zombie land over the weekend that's a f- that was such a surprisingly good movie i thought that movie is fun is fun as hell i love it I, I I don't remember if it was like the commercials or something about it coming out. I was just like, oh, this looks like so campy and just cashing in on the zombie craze. Like, and that came out and it was so solid. It is campy. But in the good way. Yeah. In the good way. Of course. Did you watch Double Tap? Double the, Tap. The sequel? No, I haven't. Is it good? I have seen like half of it. And I would say it's, from what I saw, it was, you know, it'll it'll probably deal, like, the same enjoyment. Like, it's very much the same movie, but it, it doesn't do anything new, but it's still fun. I, I guess I'd put up, it that way. Double tap. I mean, yeah, let's see. Is Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson is, oh, he's in it. Of course. So. All, all the people are back. Well, so, so long as Woody Harrelson's in it, because he's... He's the best the MVP. character. He's the best character in the movie, and you know. And I will not spoil if his Twinkie quest is ever satiated. Well, he gets a Twinkie in Zombieland. He does. Wasn't it all like busted up though? Well, they shoot like a he shoots. Oh, they a, shoot the truck that had them all. He shoots a but box. But there was one of them. saved. Yeah, and then the girl gives it to him. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I forget. I'm well, sorry. Woody Harrelson. He's a, he's a cool dude. He's a character. I, I like Woody Harrelson. Wasn't he in Kingpin like a long time ago? Ooh, yeah. like I yeah. don't know if yeah. I've seen that yeah, one. Yeah, he was one. Of, he was. I think he was the main character in Kingpin. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's the guy that had. He's the guy that's like missing a hand. A hand. Kingpin's funny as hell. It's like Bill Murray. So Bill Murray. Was, I mean, he was. was crazy he was in No Country for Old Men, which is one of the best Coen Brother movies and uh, God Tear. <laughs> wow. But that's a that's a brutally depressing and cool movie. Anyway, so about wow that was a long hobby addicts it's fine i, I like I, when we go off tangents i need to be later that way we uh you know that way we can like you know dick around a little more too much seriousness so serious exactly anyway guys okay well let's <clears throat> let me just play us out here because you know, that's what, what I do. It's my job. we got a podcast to do so, yeah, buddy. But hey, I hope you guys enjoyed Hobby Addicts. Welcome back to Caroline. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week on Hobby Addicts. Peace out. Bye. See ya.